All right, guys, uh, let me introduce myself. My name is Francisco. This is for my uh, 82180 class. Uh, here I'm interviewing my friend Edwin, Jorge, and Rico. Um, I'm just going to start with a couple questions for you guys, but if you guys want to you know, talk a little bit about yourselves, uh, feel free. Introduce yourselves? Okay. Uh, so my name is Edwin. I'm uh, 27. I live in um, San Diego, California. Um, I work for a tech startup. I do support. Um, I graduated from San Diego State with a BA in um, English Lit. Um, some of my hobbies include um, photography, uh, film, watching movies, listening to music. Uh, Pre-COVID, I like to go to go to the movies, go go to concerts. Uh, you know, I'm, I like to go to cool like restaurants and coffee shops and and road trips and traveling for sure. We'll, we'll move on to, to Jorge. Uh, hey everyone, my name is Jorge. I'm 25 years old. I also live in uh, San Diego, California. Uh, right now I am on track to becoming a barista here in San Diego. Um, I'm currently attending uh, San Diego State as well, but I am going to be graduating this spring with a bachelor's in English, single subject teaching, and a minor in Chicano and Chicana studies. Uh, Pre-COVID, I like to do the same things as uh, my friend Edwin. Uh, I like to go to coffee shops, I like to go to restaurants, I like to go to movies. Um, I also like to go to uh, concerts, um, and I also like to play as well. So just like playing in bands and uh, listening to records uh, on my free time uh, but during this pandemic I have probably picked up that hobby of buying and collecting records I use collecting very loosely because I'm not one of those people that like buys multiple copies of the same disc um, or LP depending on how what term you prefer um, and I also got into the habit of reading uh, more often. I recently just finished reading uh, Room to Dream, which is an autobiographical memoir of uh, David Lynch. And yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Cool. We'll move on to, to Rico. And I'm surprised no one's mentioned a goal game. I just, just saw your goal banner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my name's Rico. I'm 25. I also live in San Diego. Um, I'm a plumber apprentice. And yeah, I pretty much like to do the same thing as these guys. Go to concerts, watch movies, listen to music. Um, other than that, I pretty much just work a lot. Um, that's about it. <laughs> I don't really have anything interesting like these guys. Cool. No, we're, we're all interesting in our own way. I think, I think Rico hears... I think Rico... No, I think I think Rico uh, Rico's probably seen more movies than all three of us put together. Uh, Rico, I used to watch every movie that came out. <laughs> Rico did work at a movie theater, so I'm pretty sure he's seen. We've we've seen some pretty bad movies. Just just oh, yeah, that, was, that was that was that was my favorite thing, dude. Every bad movie I made, you'd always be down. <laughs> that was a, that was definitely uh, an, a moment in all of our lives where we just all reap the benefit of rico's job at the movie <laughs> dude for real i think i think one that i'll like i'll never forget it's like one of those that just sticks with you is that one time we went to go watch the ouija movie and like we sat through oh like 40 <laughs> we sat through like 40 minutes of it and then we're just like no we can't we can't <laughs> and then we saw that other one too where the kids that it was like that i felt bad actually because jorge had to pay for it but you got me, oh, you and me, yeah. you got me and Edwin in. And it was that social media one where the kid yeah. sticks his hand in the blender. Uh, <laughs> and that the, was kind of good. I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> I think the, I think the defining moment was just like telling Jorge, like, dude, this movie, like, this movie sucked. But you paid for it. That's the worst part. <laughs> we just wasted our time. He wasted his money <laughs> and his time. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll get down to the nitty gritty. Um, just a little bit about this interview. It's just obviously we're everyone is well aware we're living in a pandemic. We're living in a new, uh, you know, kind of kind of lifestyle. And 
uh, one of the hard things is, you know, we're especially us, uh, a little background about us. We've, we've all been friends for a good, you know, six, seven plus years. Um, they've actually been friends longer than I've been friends with them. So, you know, our, our friendships stem from almost, you know, 10 years plus. And with the pandemic, it's we just have to be a little bit more cautious. We got to be a little bit more careful as much as I, you know, I love my friends. Um, we have to, you know, care about the people around us. And one of those things is just maintaining a friendship during the pandemic. And um, I'm just going to ask you guys a couple questions and just see how you guys are adapting to it. Uh, so we'll we'll go in the, the same order that everyone introduced themselves, kind of, you know, not have anyone jumping around, but actually feel free to jump around, you know, to add on top of things. So um, one of the questions is, you know, during the pandemic is like, when can we meet up? That's like a big question, right? I mean, we always try to figure out like, hey, when can we meet up? You know, we all work a nine to five. Uh, most of us work nine to fives. If not, we're going to school or we're doing something to keep ourselves busy. So uh, we'll start with Edwin. Um, that's honestly been pretty challenging. Uh, I work on Monday through Friday, so not a lot of uh, my friends work on Monday through Friday. A lot of them work like, uh, you know, uh, service jobs or they work weekends. Um, so that's that's been a pretty challenging thing is just finding a time when everyone's free. But I think that that's a territory that comes with people just having lives outside the pandemic but uh i think what the pandemic's made harder is all the precautions you have to take in order to see your friends like um for a while like whenever i see my friends we would get tested like beforehand or we were doing like weekly or bi-weekly testing which uh, luckily is like a free resource it just requires like going to do it um you know so that made everyone feel a little bit more comfortable. Um, there was a period where I didn't see my friends a whole lot. I think it was uh, around the holidays when like the number of cases was really high and everyone was seeing like their family members. I think I went like a month or two without seeing anyone at all. Yeah, um, I remember that. Yeah, so that there's, there's been some times like that where you don't see people um but we've been um we've been making the best of it like uh, I think every now and then you'll you'll go get like a um, a coffee and walk around or, or you'll go to a park and have like a picnic and you know do some takeout or just hang out outside or you know so um i think in the very beginning like it was harder but I, as people are getting vaccinated it's it's a little easier and a little more optimistic i think no definitely yeah now with these you know the vaccines rolling out and they're slowly becoming more accessible and i mean a little context because i don't my, my school's based in arizona so here in san diego you know the, the vaccine this time next week being april 15th it's like it should be accessible to everybody i mean i mean i know it's going to be hard to get everyone vaccinated but slowly but surely a lot of people are getting vaccinated we have vaccines now i think it's like the johnson johnson one where you just need one and you're one and done so there's a bunch of cool methods uh we'll we'll head on over to jorge and, and see what he has on on this topic yeah i think in the early stages of the pandemic uh the question of when can we meet up uh, was very, uh, it, it almost in a way carries a lot of like anxiety attached to it because um, especially in the early stages of the pandemic, there was a moment where at least like here in like San Diego and like Southern California, people were not taking it seriously. They were just kind of seeing it as like, they were kind of undermining the severity of it. And um, they were seeing it as just like, oh, hey, like we got, we have a, a break from work or we have a break from school. We got an extra break for, for spring break. So let's just hit the beaches. Let's go to our friends' pools. Uh, let's go up to, I don't know, let's go up to LA for like the, for the week or let's go and do this. And all these other like social events that kind of uh, didn't quite settle in until we realized that this was not gonna end in like a week yeah two weeks, no sorry to, sorry to cut you off you know what got really big during the pandemic i think all three of us can well, all four of us can agree joshua tree i know joshua tree's been it's been around but everyone and their moms now has made a joshua tree trip yeah I'm going for the in first the time week. in like two weeks there you go i mean <laughs> I, f I feel like i'm the lone duck I've, I've yet to go to joshua tree but uh i am planning it's to the go best it's the best california park there's something about it that's just like magical i think i think mine is more a mental thing it's because i i really hate you too 
and then I just every time I think I, every time I think of Joshua Tree, I don't know why. I just think I know you two played Joshua Tree. I, I hate you two. You think of uh, that time they put our uh, their album on our phones for free and we didn't want it. Yeah, exactly. Yes, that's another thing to just to add on top of it. But I, I can't think of a single U2 song track album that I like. I'm like that's just one of those bands that's like there's people that hate the Beatles. There's people that hate, I don't know, the Stones. To me, I hate you too. Like, I think they're like Coldplay for your parents, basically. <laughs> yeah, I would. Agree. Yeah, I'd agree with that statement. <laughs> very, very, yeah. But I don't know. Maybe that's why I haven't gone to Joshua Tree. Just because I, I just think of you too, and I'm just like, dude, you two've been here. I don't want to. I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll transfer over on to Rico, and then we'll move on to the next question. Um, for the meetup thing, I haven't really been meeting up with people that much just because the job I'm in, I don't want to ask people to hang out because I'm really high risk of getting it. And I know everyone's pretty much at home for the most part. And I don't want to be the one responsible for getting someone or their family sick. So I pretty much just stick to FaceTiming and stuff like that, just because I don't want to, I don't want to be the one to put people in that situation you know what i mean i've met up with a couple friends every now and then but yeah for the most part i'm just with family or just just facetiming friends and stuff like that no definitely yeah it's 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 one of those things where you, it's it's one of those bittersweet things where i mean you can't not go to work but yeah. you, know, you don't you don't want to you don't want to put people at risk yeah. um we'll kind of branch on a little bit things that just um and we kind of already touched on them but it's obviously we said like you know meeting up will when we both don't have work that it, that is an issue and um also another thing that i've i've come to like to realize and you know thinking about this is like where can you meet up it's uh, right now it's a little bit more lenient now with the vaccine and you know with things opening up but i mean there was times where like literally we couldn't even go to the park because it's you'd get in trouble <laughs> so it, it was hard to like figure out like it's not only when can we meet up but where can we meet up um but that's that's just another thing uh, i'll scratch we'll on the next topic is another thing is just and i guess we've kind of already hinted at is i mean with friendships it's you're scared of the pandemic i mean i'm scared of it i'm pretty sure i speak for you guys to say like this is you know it's 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 a serious thing i know we all we all believe in this um what are your guys takes about being scared and we'll start again from from edwin and how it affects us um i mean it affected uh i think we're at a point where it affected everyone at least someone you know or someone that you know knows um it's kind of gotten to the point where everyone knows someone who has had COVID 19 or um i've actually had a few like distant family members uh my family's from central america so i had a couple of family members back home who actually got it um one of them actually passed away so i'm sorry about um, that. Oh, no, it's okay. I, they were very old and like the access to medicine and all that is just like, they're a little bit behind us, but that's like a whole other subject. But I think just um, everyone has like uh, parents, grandparents, like aunts and uncles or whatever it may be that are older and at risk and uh, or your or your friends do and they're at risk. And I think those are the people that you're very uh, aware of, um, not so much yourself. Um, I haven't had those feelings of like, oh, it could happen to me. I, I, I don't know, just cause I, you know, I'm, I work from home. The, the most contact I get with the uh, close contact I get with people is usually at the grocery store, like once every two weeks. Um, but definitely like what worries me is like my, my mom, my, my grandma, uh, who are luckily both vaccinated. They've had both dosages already. So, um, that's a little peace of mind for me, but, uh, yeah. definitely just like the, the elderly people and people at risk are the people that I, I worry about the most, which is what kind of dictates how you, how you um, act and what limits you set for yourself and boundaries and all that stuff. No, no, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those things where, you know, sometimes it's not even that you don't want to put yourself at risk. It's it's the people around you. And I, I, I think of it as like, in a sense of like, I'm 25. So if I catch it, you know, knock on wood, I mean, I can't say that I, you know, overcome it but i'm pretty sure i'd overcome it it's just but it is the people around us and again we, we don't want to be that person that i spread it to you know my friend who spread it to his mom who spread it to his grandma that you know uh but we'll, uh, it's kind of getting off topic but we'll go on to jorge and see his thoughts on this yeah i feel that um i there was a a moment in my pandemic time that like i was extremely anxious and like you know, I was, it, I was certain that I was going to get it. Like there was a point, 
Like there was always that thought that was like hanging over my head that like you're going to get it at some point. No, we got to um, knock on wood. I don't think any of us have gotten it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I was a, uh, I was very good about staying at home and not going out. Not, you know, I would only go out to like just like Edwin, where um, I would only go and get like groceries and stuff. But I was mostly worried about like my close family. Um, thankfully, my mom, uh, she has been you know, collecting unemployment pretty much since the pandemic started because of her job. She was a sample lady over at Costco before uh, the pandemic hit. Um, and there was a weird time during the pandemic last year um, where that job that she had was like fluctuating between being available and not being available. Um, and then this is getting, kind of going off topic, but there was a moment where um, her job was calling her back to go back to work they didn't ask her or they didn't tell her that she has to go back so they asked her if she wanted to go back yeah um, i remember you telling me and yeah. i just told her like no like don't go back like it's gonna be bad like you know it's not gonna last that long and it didn't it uh her job literally called her back called their employees back probably for a week or a week and a half and then they shut it down again um and thankfully like my dad who has still been working uh, throughout the pandemic um, has a job where he's not working near a lot of people. Um, but that thought of him encountering people that, you know, obviously do have, they have their own lives. Uh, they go out and they do their own things. They have their own families that they see. They have their own, like their own roommates that they see or their friends or whatever. Yeah. their circles and whatever. yeah, they have their circles and what, and you, you just never know. Like, who they might have gone in contact with who you know if they're showing symptoms or if they're not showing symptoms um it's just those types of thoughts that like you know kind of uh creates like that anxiety within you um that you just you know it, you always think about what actions can i do to prevent that from happening and obviously the best action that you can do is just to stay home um, if you can keep your social circles like very limited um, and interact through ways like this through FaceTime and Zoom and all, and whatnot. Oh, definitely. Actually, you reminded me of something. I went to Costco, I think, two weeks ago. I don't know if I told you. I might have told you. But they, they do have the like the sample people, but you can't sample the food. They literally just have the food right there, like out of the package, ready for you to see what it looks like. But you can't grab it. It's so and I, weird. And like literally in me like waiting for I think I was waiting for my sister to go grab something and she was looking for something. So I was just kind of standing there because you know the Costco I go to is pretty big. It's the, the Mission Valley one. Um and easily like three people walked up to the lady and tried to grab it's clearly behind like a plexiglass and they're like walking around her to grab it and she's like, No sample, just you view. Like I don't know, like I guess we're so embedded like we're just used to like oh cool sample like let me go grab it and like now it sucks because they're literally having to tell probably like every other person like this is not a sample it's just for you to see at my costco the the sample quality has really declined uh like, <laughs> <laughs> we're literally sampling uh cool ranch doritos and it, it was like a, it, it was a takeaway bag full of like three chips dude like they gave me a little baggie I, I went outside i opened it and there was three doritos in there i was like what this tastes like you know in their defense <laughs> nowadays if you get a fun pack of doritos there's probably like eight in there so yeah two, two trips you would have got a fun size bag <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll, we'll, we'll venture off over to rico and we'll, we'll touch on the next question yeah so like um i would just i was always more scared for my family than i was for me especially with both jobs that I had during the pandemic, I was around a lot of people and then you never knew like what they were doing or whatever. So for the, for the most part, I was just always worried about like, if I would go see my family, like what would I give to them type of thing? Or like, what, or like, cause I never knew like, you know, like what if I was sick and I just didn't know it type of thing. So I would yeah. for a while there, especially at the beginning, I didn't go see my grandma. I didn't go see my parents. I pretty much just stayed at my apartment and then that was basically it. You know what I mean? Cause it was, I was nervous. I was like, I was like, I'm not trying to get this. I'm not trying to get my my family sick. They're all older, you know what I mean? Type of thing. I didn't see my mom for like a year basically because I didn't want to risk her getting sick because she just stays home all day. So I was more nervous for her. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, we no, no one wants to be the guy that says I gave this to somebody. Like no one yeah, wants to be exactly. that person. I think that's that's honestly the biggest fear of COVID. Not even getting COVID, but being the guy who gave everybody else COVID. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's kind of like playground. Like it's like cooties. You don't want to be the kid who had <laughs> cooties. You want to be the kid that's pointing and saying this kid has cooties. I think we all touched on something really like important. Is that um, like we all went like a year without seeing an elderly member of our family. Like oh yeah. Uh, it's made me reflect on how uh, important time is uh, just because yeah. like my grandma's in like her late 80s I'm like man this year that I lost is gonna really potentially suck um, so as soon as this is over just like try to see her more often you know like in person and all that so yeah, definitely like that that was probably one of my big things is like when when all this hit I mean my grandma unfortunately I did, I did lose my grandma not too long ago but um, but one of the things I mean I'm happy it wasn't COVID so um, but yeah, it was just one of those things where I'm like, I, my grandma's already like, you know, she has all these issues and as much as I love like the people around me, my social circle, and obviously sometimes you kind of get frustrated within yourself because you're like, I want to do like, I want to do shit myself, but, but it's, it sucks because, you know, you know, you do have to like be a little bit cautious of others and, you know, it's not just my grandma, but my parents and, and the, it's one of those things that it kind of, I guess, teaches you to be a little less selfish um, which was kind of good is it's it's very beneficial it's one of those like bittersweet things about the pandemic where you know you're a little bit more giving you're a little bit more thoughtful i, I guess it kind of helps you grow as a person which is cool but it, it, it like you said it's one of those things where like well, hopefully once you know we all kind of say like when this is over even though it's like you know we don't have a timetable for that it's just enjoy those people that we literally can't see or spend time with just a little bit more um but uh, we want to know a sad note. Let's go on the next question. Um, um, one of the things about just like friendships, relationships during the pandemic is just obviously it's just a big thing right now. It's 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 mental health. Like I think everyone, I I pretty sure everyone has dealt with some kind of mental health issue during this pandemic because you know no one was prepared. And I think one of the things is like what the question is like my mental health just doesn't want to cooperate. And uh, I'll again we'll just go in the same circle and kind of like you know how how has this affected your mental health and what are things that you're doing during the pandemic to you know either better your mental health with your friendship like with your friendships or how you know you're you're using i don't know tips or tricks to, you know help with your mental health and your friendships because it kind of does in a sense kind of go hand in hand um I, I mean we're we're human beings we need to have we we need we're no we're not all like 100 percent codependent but there is like a codependency uh, in your interaction, face-to-face -face interaction with others. And um, I think uh, there's been a lot of moments of just like isolation. And then for, I deal with like anxiety and depression. So um, moments that I have to myself aren't, I'm not always kind to myself, you know, like my, in, my inner uh, thoughts are very like negative and um, you know, I, I don't tend to be like an optimist. So uh, there's just been a lot of times where I, I've uh, felt a lot of feelings of like uh, anxiety, depression, like loneliness uh, and like hopelessness at one point, just because I remember there was like the ICUs were like way past capacity and like you would watch the news and there's people, there's bodies inside of like these freezer trucks and, and it's just like people being buried in like mass graves and you're just like, it, you, you suffocate under all of that, the weight of all that news all the time, constantly. And you can't be with the people that you love to like go get through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so that's for sure. Yeah. That, those are things that I felt, but I've, I've kind of, one thing I've learned is just to allow yourself to feel those things and try not to feel bad for feeling those things. And it, it's been, it's weird because it's like you're alone, but you're, you're going through like a universal feeling that everyone else is experiencing mm -hmm. in uh, very similar ways as you. And that's kind of been a little comforting. It's just like, I could literally talk to a stranger and be like, you know, how has the pandemic affected you? And they'll probably have like a really similar answer. And it's just yeah. like, uh, empathize with them. And it's like, you understand what they're going through. So, um, that's made it a little bit better. Uh, but it, to distract myself, I, I've got, I've really, um, I've used that Joe Biden cash, uh, to kind <laughs> of, uh, fund some of Biden my bucks. Yeah, Biden books. I've used some of that to fund some of my hobbies. Thankfully, I have the ability to do that. So I, I bought a couple of cameras. Um, I've gone on some some like uh, weekend trips for myself. Um, I just shoot film like uh, every day. I, I drop off a couple rolls at the lab. 
um, and I'm just trying to get better at my craft and like just like dive 100% into it. And uh, the good thing is that it's something that you could do by yourself. Um, you just take your camera, take your rolls of film, you know, pack a bag and like go and like you could literally do it by yourself. You don't, it doesn't require anyone to be with you. And um, I don't know, I, I think a lot of people are kind of getting into photography for that same reason is like, you can do it anywhere, you could do it by yourself. It's, it's pretty affordable. And just like you get that sense of good gratification and pride when like stuff's good. Not only that, but it's it, it is one of like the safer activities too. Like if if you want to, if you do want to meet up with a friend, I mean, realistically, I mean, it also depends on the kind of photography you do. But if you do any like outdoor photography, well, I mean, that's the safest way to, I guess, meet up with people, and it, it is pretty cool. You you get to meet other people in those communities and kind of do it safely, I guess. So yeah, so I, I guess just one thing I do want to touch on is like I've struggled with uh, like. I guess eating, um, I, I feel like I've uh, over ate or under ate a lot. It's kind of fluctuated. Um, I'm sure we've all had issues with our body image lately and like just not having accessibility to like our, our gyms and like indoor um, like equipment that's very expensive. And I don't know, I, I kind of wish I, I was a little more proactive about fitness and health and um definitely want to do that when uh, when it's possible but like it feels like that's something i've kind of let kind of fall to the wayside and yeah that's that's probably kind of made it a little worse but yeah, yeah not to depress like your audience but i think that's something very important to touch on is like we're all kind of going through that joe biden if you're hearing this we need more biden bucks because we need to build <laughs> biden's bodybuilding yeah, <laughs> I didn't need to give everyone 24 uh 24 hour gym membership access or something or at least some ke- at least some kettlebells and like a treadmill like like the yeah the, the bare essentials like come on joe i don't you know the next stimmy can be a treadmill like three kettlebells some resistance band <laughs> and i don't know some pre-workout like <laughs> well at least at least send everyone a dvd copy of p90x it doesn't have to be like the original it can be it can be the bootleg one <laughs> but just send us all some some p90x i want to do hip-hop abs <laughs> dude imagine hip-hop abs now with like trap music and <laughs> no, dude, i feel like, like hip-hop abs would be like the equivalent of like a tiktok dance nowadays you know with how like Dude, yeah, I didn't think about the, like hip hop abs during the TikTok age. Like, I think we're onto something. If if you guys start TikToking and doing hip hop abs, we want our we want our commissions. <laughs> uh, we'll venture off over to Jorge and just a little bit of like how how the ment- like his mental health has been affected and how you know it's affected like being you know his friendships with with the pandemic going on. I think my mental health has had like there's moments where it's declining there's moments where it's on the rise there's moments where it's kind of static and in place um but i think that one of the things that kind of has helped out a little bit with my mental health is just having like a sense of like routine um and especially me as someone who used to work in education um obviously like schools were shut down you know almost immediately like once the pandemic hit so i want to say maybe in april that's when they uh let all of the people in my position at my school um they let them go from their jobs and i just learned that i have like a bunch of like free time um and you know in that in those first couple weeks it was kind of like oh sweet like i get to rest i get to I get to relax. I get to, you know, sleep in. Oh, I can finally go and, you know, stay up at like, you know, at like, a, like 1130 midnight, just, you know, hanging out, chilling, watching movies and all these things. But it gets, it gets. It's like the first week is like, it's like the first week of summer break in like middle school. You're like, oh, cool. I could stay up till 2 a.m. playing freaking GTA. Exactly. And you, <laughs> first... you just get used to it. You're like, this isn't, this doesn't bring me you know i'm not happy to sleep in at like 11 o'clock 12 o'clock in the morning anymore you know uh so i so one of the things that just kind of has helped my mental health uh in the past year is just kind of having like a sense of routine but even then like 
that sense of routine only helps out so much before you realize that you're like, oh man, like I'm just kind of like repeating the same day over and over again. Like I wake up, I do the uh, groundhog day effect. Yeah, I have yeah, I have the groundhog day effect where I wake up, I go and drink my coffee, and then I have my breakfast, and then I do uh uh, I do my classes at this time and then I dedicate this much time to just my classwork and then I do my gym or like my workouts at home which oh he's got, his, are, he's got that Biden bodybuilding gym guys. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not do not have Biden box body yet <laughs> or even close body by body by Biden <laughs> nah he's doing he's doing that uh, P90X the yoga video <laughs> no, no, what was it? What was it that you and Edwin used to do? The insanity, right? No, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> I was the same guy that did hip hop abs. I think. <laughs> yeah. Those videos, the videos would break you, especially like some of the workouts were just like nuts. Okay, no, okay. Like, sorry to cut you off. You know what always bugged me about those videos? I remember I did a couple with you guys. That the guy has a smile on his face throughout the whole thing. I'm like, dude, you are not happy to do these workouts. <laughs> You're happy because you're getting paid but you are not happy the masochist he enjoys the the pain and the suffering i'm like homeboy's doing like 60 crunches in like a minute and he's just putting on like a like dimples and all smile (laughs) but uh, but sorry to cut you off we'll we'll, we'll let you finish no but yeah that's that's like just the case with me like it's just um what's really what has really affected my mental health a lot um on top of like the pandemic was just the uh the drastic change in like the um school environment so i mean you you all my life i've gone to class like in person like that's how it was like i i and i had a schedule with that too like i had you know tuesdays and thursdays i had this class at this time in this building and i saw these people and then now it's like oh i have this class at this time at my desk like at my home desk on my laptop and i don't even see people i just see black squares and you know we don't you don't have that interaction that um that social interaction that kind of like makes you uh not to say that like that makes the the educational experience because i mean everyone's educational experience is different and um but it's just that social interaction kind of like makes you happy to go and learn at least for me like that's what i really appreciate like i really um i always appreciated being in the classroom and just like learning and listening to lectures but um i always enjoyed that aspect of just like going to a place uh exchanging ideas uh having these discussions and um just being exposed to like new things on the on the weekly basis and then now like with the with school pretty much you uh you're pretty much listening to a stream that's how i see is like you're you're watching your professor or your instructor like lecture but you know when they ask a question no one answers or everyone just types it in the chat and then your your professor will like say out the response and be like oh okay yeah that's a good point so and so you know it's very popular is like just the eyes like this Oh. You have like, if it's a class of forty people, like ten people probably are showing their full face, and the rest are all just showing like their foreheads. I've had I've had people that um, like they'll either have like they just they won't have the cameras on, which again I I understand if people don't want to have their cameras on, you know, but unfortunately I've had. Uh, cases where some professors are like, please turn your cameras on, you know, please do uh, it. Dude, you got, you got no, you got nosy, like nosy little me. I'm like, why, why do you need your camera off? What are you doing that, uh, like, what are you doing in the background that you need your camera I'm off? I'm in sweatpants, like eating a, a bag of Doritos I got at Costco, you know, like. <laughs> the, the three chip? <laughs> <laughs> I got Doritos all over my shirt. Like, I don't want you to see that. <laughs> There was, a, there was a funny this is getting off track but i have a class a night class uh this semester and i've had this professor before and uh the previous semester that i took this professor he was kind of like advocating like hey for students saying like hey like it, i'd really appreciate it if you guys have your cameras on i'm not making you guys turn your cameras on but i just really appreciate it and then this semester he started off 
like the semester like with the same sort of like introductory like uh, classroom session just going over the syllabus or whatever and um that first day like probably because it, it was a night it was a night class so you meet only once a week typically and the class runs for like about two two and a half hours or like two hours and like i don't know like 20 minutes or after, I, I don't know exactly the time um and he had probably been lecturing for maybe like 20 or so minutes 20 20 to 30 minutes and he had said oh by the way like for this class like i'm not making everyone or you know, i'm not making anyone turn on their cameras you guys can have your cameras on if you want or you can turn it off that's on you guys and literally all those 20 people that had their cameras on just turned them off <laughs> one by one and it was like off 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 <laughs> i was like oh i feel so bad for him like he's gonna be talking into the void for like the next like two hours he's gonna be talking to some kid making eggs <laughs> I've, I've had a i've had similar i mean i've been in the workforce this whole time working from home and um i got laid off from my previous job i was unemployed for a few months and then i got hired at this new job that i'm at it's all been work from home. I haven't met any of my coworkers in person yet, and I've been there 11 months or so. So, um, that's like, crazy. Like it's, it's been a just, year. Yes, and we don't we we don't know each other face to face. Like it's just kind of like twice a week we'll have like a team meeting for like an hour and kind of review things, um, and then we'll have like a monthly meeting with like the whole company. But there's like other departments of people that I just don't know at all, other than like email correspondence. And then uh, I think every, I just have like that same Zoom fatigue that everyone has just cause like with your job, you can't have your camera turned off. Like I gotta have my camera turned on all the time, which I guess holds me accountable because I, I get out of bed, I shower, I, I comb my hair, I put on a fresh shirt, I make my bed behind me. You know, I, I, I don't wanna look like a, like a slob uh, to like the clients that I have to help, you know on these like uh, 30 to 40 minute calls that I have with them, so um definitely it, i guess i've experienced like the fatigue of just like putting on this front where you're just like smiling customer service like happy go lucky when um you're literally like two feet away from like your bed and you've been in that room for like 12 hours straight you know what i mean and it's yeah. like just staring at a camera is just i don't know it's i think i think that's also part of your mental health with all this working from home i mean uh, very similarly i mean i worked from home for almost a good year and it sucks because it's like at first it's kind of like kind of like a Jorge was saying it's like one of those things where you're like oh man like literally I, I roll out of bed and go into work and the first week you're like this is the best thing that's ever happened to me and then like you know a couple months in it's, it's really hard to separate I mean wherever you're working from like I mean I was working from my room as well and it's it sucks because you at some point you can't separate your room from being your workplace and it's like even though you're not working you're like dude I feel like I'm in my office like <laughs> yeah yeah it, for sure but we'll, we'll venture on to, to Rico to touch on his mental health and how he's, you know, his mental health has affected him and, and his friendships here in the pandemic. Uh, yeah, my mental health for the, throughout all this has definitely had its up and ups and downs. Like, um, I uh, started off the pandemic. I was working a job I hated, couldn't stand, couldn't do anything. You know what I mean? I was just sorry. And for some context, Rico's job, he used to make giant envelopes. So you'll see a target. <laughs> why would anyone buy that? <laughs> yeah, that was my job overnight, every day for 12 hours. And I just, I didn't like it anymore. I was over it. And then that was just my whole, my whole day was just standing there, basically just watching the clock type of thing. And then eventually got a new job, which I really like. And I'm really grateful that I'm outside every day. I'm in a different area all the time. I'm never in this. I'm never know what I'm going to get into that day. So that's definitely helped a lot. It's like pond you, know I mean? you never know what's going to walk through that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's helping me out a lot. And then like for a while there, especially because I lost my grandma during this. And then so for a while there, I was really just putting everything into just working. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I dealt with it. Because if I was working, I wasn't really thinking about anything. Yeah, definitely. Type of thing. So that that's that's one thing. And then other than that, you know, just... Um, just having uh helps having like a living with my fiance because i always have someone there if i need to talk to anyone type of thing you know what i mean there's always there's always someone that like you know gets it yeah you kind of have like the the free therapist at home yeah exactly 
<laughs> it's like your obligated therapist. It's like whether yeah, you like it or not. Yeah, all my problems when she gets it. <laughs> whether you, she, whether you like it or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, have to, you have to hear what I'm going to complain about right now. <laughs> but we'll we'll touch up on this last um, on this last topic, um, just about this. And does everything have to be via the web? I mean, obviously we're doing this via the web because a it's for our safety. It's for also our convenience. Um, and it's just, it's a lot easier to do this over the internet. But I think a big thing with the you know, start of the pandemic is it's like, does, does everything that we have to do, especially involving like your friendships, relationships have to be through a FaceTime, a Zoom, Skype. If, I mean, I don't know if people still Skype, but, <laughs> but, you know, via Skype, it does, or a phone call, like, you, like you said, you do get that Zoom fatigue where, you know, the first couple of weeks of the pandemic, you're like, oh, this is all right. And then at some point, you're like, especially if it's your friends or your significant other or a family member, even you're like, I physically want to see you like I I don't want to see you through a screen. So um, we'll start with Edwin again and just kind of go through like kind of like either ways that you've you've went around having like things done not via the Internet or how you've kind of dealt with doing things via the Internet. Um, I, I think uh, we've. Uh we've all kind of had a couple moments with each other, whether it's like, I mean, we're just to give people context, like our group of friends is maybe like, I think, what is it like six of us or something? Yeah. yeah like, thank you. The six of us haven't been in a room together, but we've seen each other like one-on-one or two at a, two at a time, like throughout this. So I think having like smaller groups and, and uh, being really cautious has helped. Um, like I mentioned before, like I, there was a, a moment in time where I realized like, oh my God, why, why have we been eating inside restaurants this whole time? Like taking your food to go and going to a park and like bringing a blanket or, you know, setting up like a, a picnic basket or whatever it is, like bringing like a Bluetooth speaker. Like this is like, it's a lot of fun. And like the weather is like pretty great. You know what I mean? Find a shady spot. Um, I work throughout the week so like I don't get a lot of like sunlight um you know like absorb those sun rays and like get outside especially during winter it was like that was really bringing me down was that seasonal depression Mm -hmm. um so anytime I wanted to see my friends it'd be like let's go outside let's let's set up like our prospective households like we'll set up blankets a little farther apart um we'll go get food and we'll only uncover our faces when we're like eating you know what I mean so that's definitely helped. I mean, uh, it, it does make it, um, I will admit it does make it a little bit, um, fun to catch up. If you haven't seen someone for a while, there's always a lot to talk about and catch up on. And, um, so, I mean, that's been kind of nice. Um, but, um, I'd say like just, just the, the, the whole, the whole, like, um, you know, getting tested regularly, um, setting up plans where you're, where you're outside, um, like either like for food or, uh, you know maybe you and your friend have had like a negative test and like you haven't seen many people recently like uh you could go to like a like you mentioned joshua tree earlier i, I took my family to joshua tree uh like twice um and we've, we've just done like little hikes and one time we got like a, like an airbnb and we just hung out for the day so um i did have to sanitize everything like deeply like deep sanitation in the airbnb but like did you I listen mean, to did you listen to you two or funny though because you you actually see the the motel where they wrote some of the record like near where we stayed and it was like advertised um god i would not advertise (laughs) (laughs) nor i have never stayed (laughs) yeah yeah, i I think it's just like setting up small things to like look forward to like um it's not going to be every day it's not going to be every week but um like just like I don't know like I, I i have saturday sundays off so like a saturday or a sunday morning at the park with like my friends or grab a coffee and like walk and take pictures like as we walk and just talk you know um th- i think we got gra- you and i grabbed lunch poncho like one time and, and we did walked we around did. and took pictures like and that was like our first time seeing each other in like months, months. you know what i mean even even today like um i grabbed a coffee with Cruz, and it was only like 30 minutes and we just walked around north park um just to give you guys some context this is like another mutual friend that, that we have and he actually just moved in a couple blocks from me and he's like hey i know you live like down the street do you want to go grab a coffee and take pictures and like just talking to someone for 30 minutes like especially something that you haven't seen and I, i'm not as close to this friend as as like you know the other you know people on our circle but like it was just cool like it was it was just nice to like 
see a familiar face like you know just seeing the familiar face like even there's a face covering and there's like a time constraint because he had to go to work i had to go to work but it was, i don't know it's just one of those things that's like like you said just catching up like those 30 minutes meant a lot more than like hours of you know i don't know i guess you could say like hours that you could do on a video call or or what have you but um not get off topic but uh we'll move on to jorge and just like how how does you know how is the pandemic, you know, affected, like, how you're doing things via the web or, you know, how, you know, you're valuing, like, that physical interactions with the people that you are physically, act, like, interacting with? Yeah, the, um, one of the things that definitely has helped out was just, as Edwin said, it's just planning the smaller, uh, smaller get-togethers or the small, like, weekend getaways. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to actually... Um, take some time away from where I where I live here in San Diego um, with my girlfriend and we've gone to Idlewild twice um, once the once with uh, just her and myself and the other time uh, the both of us and my parents um, and that was just like a really nice retreat especially just to like you know just getting into like a new like environment and just like hanging out and kind of like going back I know this is, this is gonna sound like super romantic like uh in a literature context but like going back to to nature and kind of like taking in like the trees the smell the mountains all those things um and then my girlfriend and i have also gone to joshua tree as well only once and it was like during the summer so um it kind of sucks because like i think think you too bro you too Not only (laughs) you too but just like 95 degree like 95 degree weather um, and like the coolest it gets at night is like what, well, like maybe like 80, 79, 80. Yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah count, no, there's no cloud co- like cover. There's no count me out. It's just all brutal. <laughs> the sun just like destroys you. I guess to get a little off topic is Jorge and me were in a band, and I remember. I, I know he remembers, but we played Vegas. I think it was like one of those Vegas fucking oh, weeks man. where it's like. 104 degrees in the day and like 90 at night and i'm pretty sure like i literally said this is this place is way too hot easily like 100 100 times I, and i, I probably I said i hate it here like i think he even told me he's like dude shut up we get it it's hot no, that was, that was, i think that was the first time we played vegas and like we went there during like a heat wave and it was probably like 110 degrees dude i remember your, your car overheated actually. my car did overheat yeah, yeah. pull off to the side and I was like, dude, I never, ever, ever want to be in a hundred plus like degree weather unless I'm in, like, unless I'm in my house because I'm like, I have no choice. But if I have a choice to be somewhere where it's a hundred degrees, I, I'd pass easily. Yeah. But getting back to, uh, to the topic, yeah, it's just, just those, uh, planning those, um, those like small get togethers really, um, does help because again, like, you can only be on zoom or facetime so often like i like as much as i know like it's safe being you know watching a movie like via facetime or via zoom um i definitely miss like you know just being in a room with all my friends and just kind of like watching uh you know a movie or having like a movie night or a game night or even like more specifically like i miss going to the theater like with my friends because uh out of all, I think I, I would, I, I will say I'm very fortunate that all of my friends enjoy watching movies. They're not like people that are like, oh yeah, like, I mean, I can, I can go like, you know, go without the theaters, like, you know, for a year or so, you know, like, no, like I, I was pretty consistent with going to go watch movies and um, my girlfriend's mom actually gifted me like a the movie actually, pass right yeah it was like a, no it was like the amc membership so yeah. it was pretty much like a movie pass but for amc and dude that that too was bad. so awesome like too- <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was so it was like the best gift i used it all the time i watched i watched horrible movies just for the just let's for the let's, like, let's see cats. how i saw cats. oh dude i saw cats that movie was that movie was bad <laughs> but you know what cats was so bad it was good i'll give it that like i think i think 
for what it was, it, you, no one walked into that movie saying, I'm going to watch a masterpiece. You said, I'm going to watch some people dressed as cats sing around and dance. <laughs> so you got what you paid for, right? <laughs> exactly. But cool. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's affected us differently. We're going to venture off to Rico and then we'll just wrap this whole thing up. Um, just about how, you know, how keeping friendships during, you know, this internet age of the pandemic. Uh, yeah, for sure. Like, um, FaceTime and everything. It has been really cool because I really haven't seen um, too many people in person. Like, we went that one time to go to the park and get pizza, you, me, and Edwin. I think that was, like, a month into the pandemic. Yeah, so and it's like a year from now. I, literally, like, I feel a like year that's from the now. Last, time, last time I saw you in person. And then um, no, we went I've... to go. We skated at that at that. Um, I don't know if you remember. I brought that big old boombox, and we were skating at state. There, was, yeah, there was one time when. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, there was that. Yeah, yeah, but they're they're all really spread out. But yeah, being able to see you guys over Facetime has been cool and helped out a lot. Like I saw, and then I saw Marcus for the first time in like right. year and a half, like two weeks ago. And then other than that, I've seen Edwin a couple times. But yeah, it's seen like uh, Facetime with you guys all the time has been really helpful no definitely it, it's it's cool that we like could you imagine living during the pandemic like say in the 60s like like bro we had to call an operator to say connect me to edward please <laughs> <laughs> no this is number one i'd like to call number two <laughs> i'd send uh letters to all of you guys and like yeah, you- carrier pigeon tell <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend <laughs> Everyone would hate my letters because I write so terrible. They'd be like, "Dude, oh God, what, yes. what did you write? Like your 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 H's look like fours." I'd be like, "Babe, Jorge's learning Mandarin, I guess, because I can't read." This. <laughs> 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 oh, looks like I got the Chinese neighbors uh, <laughs> mail again. <laughs> no, but um, I want to thank you guys for you know taking the time to do this. Um, again, all my all my friends uh, here, you know, they all have something different to offer. So if you need your sink fix toilet fix in the san diego area my friend rico will, will be more than happy to show you his plumber crack while, while doing it um if you you know if you're into photography my my buddy edwin he does have a dark room um i don't know if you want to shout out your dark room and your zine really quick your zine uh yeah it's uh at x edwin because i'm uh, straight edge so you don't say you know, I went on, I went on a whole podcast without talking about it that it took a lot of restraint but... yeah you guys can't see but he was sweating the whole video <laughs> <laughs> like that uh was it not the key and peel where he's like sweaty yeah <laughs> what can i talk about it <laughs> this is a segment where you can talk about being straight edge but um, yeah, he, he go you know pick up a print, pick up a, a zine. It, he, he does a lot of cool things that help with you know um, a lot of good you know foundations and organizations that that benefit. That most of the money doesn't go to him; it goes to you know something that benefits other people of you know lesser you know with lesser resources, lesser opportunities. So shout out to you for doing that, um, Jorge. You know. He's in his band. Check out Headcount uh, if you're into, you know, punk, punk straight edge. He's straight edge, too. He's also sweating because he's been waiting to tell you guys, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and me and Rico are not straight edge. We will happily have a beer with you guys. Um, I had a beer this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a beer before doing this. But um, uh, kind of off topic, but uh, Edwin did buy beer. Oh, yeah. The- <laughs> Bought the new Deftones beer twice. So I have uh, the White Pony beer and I have the Omen beer sitting in my fridge, but I haven't drank it yet. So. <laughs> I heard it's awful. I heard it tastes awful. I don't want to find out. You know. Yeah, dude, if you're going to break edge, don't do it with White Pony beer. <laughs> you got to no, go I- all out straight for but, <laughs> don't, don't do before loco but i want to give you guys a shout out for doing this thank you guys and um can't wait to have you guys back on this 